Hello, ladies. I'm excited you've tuned in and we're gathering again for another teaching lesson from the Godly Woman Bible Study. In everyone's day, priorities can become obscure, our goals forgotten, and our time stolen. How then is a woman who wants to walk with God follow His Spirit and do His will, able to navigate through the interruptions and demands of life on a daily basis? Is it possible to calmly think through a decision with wisdom or to handle an emergency with patience and clarity of mind? Sometimes it seems as if family or job or friends steal our time by their demands or needs. Every morning when you rise, how different would your day be if you prayed, Lord, I give my whole day to you. May I walk with you in all you have planned for me. Amen. Oh, ladies, the outcome of those 24 hours would indeed be gloriously stamped in time for his glory and honor. Before we begin, Irma has some excellent insights on this chapter. Let's hear from Irma's heart to yours. She says, Greetings, ladies. How many times have you said, or at least thought, if I only had more time? The difficulty, however, is not time or the lack of it, but a problem within ourselves. We waste a great deal of time due to our own disorganized habits. Our day ends and we wonder what we actually accomplished. When we are pressured by time, it means we are doing the wrong things or doing the right things the wrong way. May this lesson help you prioritize and use time in a way that glorifies God. Love, Irma. Ladies, Let's pray before we begin and ask God to help us with this lesson. Dear Father, you have given us time. Although you live outside of time, you are present with us in time. As we look into this chapter, Father, please show us your thoughts on time and how we can set our goals and priorities daily to honor and glorify you. In Jesus' name, amen. Today we will look at what the Bible teaches about time, secondly, priorities and goals, and thirdly, the practical application of these truths. Therefore, let's begin by looking into God's Word concerning time. If you have your Bibles, turn to Genesis 1 verse 14. It says, then God said, Let there be lights in the expanse of the heavens to separate the day from the night. And let them be for signs and for seasons and for days and years. What has God created on day four besides the sun, moon, planets, and stars? Time. God gave us time. Let's turn to Psalm 90 verse 10, which says, as for the days of our life, they contain 70 years, or if due to strength, 80 years. Yet their pride is but labor and sorrow, for soon it is gone and we fly away. How long is man's life? 70 or maybe 80 years? I just turned 70 this year on my birthday. 
I view the days before me more precious than ever before. I truly want them to be filled with the presence of God, walking in His will for His glory. In 1 Corinthians 6, 19 and 20, it says, Do you not know that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit who is in you, whom you have from God, and that you are not your own? For you have been bought with a price. Therefore glorify God in your body. Dear friends, the gift of time is from God to us. We as believers and followers of our Lord and Savior have been bought with the price of the death of Jesus' shed blood on the cross. And by receiving Him as our God and Lord, the Holy Spirit lives within us. So, who do we belong to? Jesus, absolutely. Therefore, our days are His. He has purpose for everything we do. In Ecclesiastes 3 verse 1, it says, There is an appointed time for everything. And there is a time for every event under heaven. So ladies, begin your day with a prayer, making Jesus the Lord of your day and asking him to guide you as you walk in his spirit. Remember our bicycle? As we've built the frame, back wheel, and attached the chain of grace for power, the front wheel represents the integrity of heart and character so needed in a maturing Christian's life. This provides a system of guidance that keeps us on our path as a believer in Christ. Notice the basket on the handlebars. In the basket is a map representing walking in God's will. A clock representing priorities, goals, and the use of time. And money, which reflects our finances. As we go through life, these items can help us know the road God wants us to take and how to stay on it. By knowing God's perspective on these three areas, we can avoid them becoming a road hazard in our walk with God. In order to use time wisely, we first need to establish some goals and priorities. Firstly, we need to establish an overall goal in life. Where am I heading? As well as personal goals, goals for our families and goals for our vocation or ministry. Secondly, we must determine our priorities according to what will be best and help us reach our goals. Thirdly, how to use our time well in keeping with our priorities to accomplish our goals. Ask yourself, what is my goal in life? At the end of your life, when you look back from 70, 80, or plus years, what do you want to have accomplished most of all? My goal is taken from Hosea 6.6, which says, I want you to show love, not offer sacrifices. I want you to know me more than I want burnt offerings. This verse sets my course in life to love God and to know Him. My days are His, and my goals are the verse. My parents had goals for me to finish school and go to college. After I received my education, I operated on loving and knowing God, and He led me overseas where I met my husband. 
After we were married, my goals and priorities changed, but not my life goal. God was still first, but my husband, Jeff, was next. Then I had a home, and later came the children. However, knowing and loving God remained constant in the changing atmosphere of a growing marriage, four children, home, and ministry. When you have in your basket your understanding that you belong to God, He is Lord of your day, your goals and priorities will fall into place. In thinking of priorities, as a married woman, God is always first, followed by our husband, then the children, and afterwards the home. It is vitally important that the children know your personal relationship with God is first, and then your husband is next before them. Children take much time. So living out priorities is not measured by minutes or hours, but by biblical position and respect. This makes children feel loved and secure when they know mommy and daddy love and respect each other. The other common areas to prioritize is church, job, hobbies, outreach and ministry, recreation and rest. You may have other areas to add in your life. One extremely important point, ladies, is you cannot do it all. You are not a superwoman. If you are a wife and or mother, you need to give proper priority to this call by God because it's a full-time job with rich rewards. Let's move to goals. If you've ever shot an arrow, you know there is a target that has rings around it for which you are to aim and hit. Excellent archers practice hitting their target, which takes time, practice, and a clear goal. So it is with us as maturing godly women. We must have a clear goal. Let me encourage you to make them simple, attainable, and measurable. A goal of exercise could be an early morning walk around the block three times a week. An excessive goal would be to walk three miles every morning at 5 a.m. and then run back to your house. Can you see the simple, attainable, and measurable difference? You can also have goals for yourself, your marriage, family, home, and ministry, recreation, and even rest. Before you plan, pray and ask God, what do you want me to have as a goal for? And then fill in the blanks as you listen for his guidance. There are other ideas you will learn from your study, but one particularly stands out to me, and that is to plan, leaving a margin for the unexpected. By this, I mean if you have to be somewhere at a certain time, set your goal to be ready five to ten minutes early. If guests are coming, allow a margin of time to rest and pray in those moments before they arrive. Do as much as you can before they arrive, leaving a breathable margin for you to not feel rushed. 
This one principle has helped me throughout the years. I would like to demonstrate the importance of priorities. Let's take this plastic uh, bottle and symbolize it as your life in one day, 24 hours. So this represents a 24 hour period. When you wake up, the first thing you do is um, perhaps do some cooking. So let's put that in uh, our little 24 hour period. But then you know, uh, you get distracted with um, other activities like um, just looking out the window, uh, walking around, thinking, looking at magazines. Uh, and before you know it, uh, your husband has left and it's time to do some cleaning. So you add that to your day. But then um, you realize that you need to go to the shops. And so instead of walking, you get your bicycle out and you go to the shops. When you're back home, you put things away, but then you get distracted and you uh, kind of clean a little bit and, and just touch up a few things. Then you get a telephone call and the, the neighbor is wanting to chat and tell you all about everything that she uh, cooked the day before and somebody coming. But that conversation goes on and on and on. And then somebody drops in and oh my goodness, they stay until it's almost dinner time. My goodness, look at your day. And not once did you read your Bible or pray. Let's start your day over. So let's take everything out and start over. Here's your 24 hour day. Now you wake up and the first thing you want to do is pray and read your Bible. So you do that even before you start on um, breakfast. Breakfast is next and you make a scrumptious breakfast. And you do have a little time to uh, just sit and drink your tea or coffee. Then um, you uh, decide to do some cleaning, and so you work on some cleaning. Oh, you forgot something that you need for lunch at the store. So you take your bicycle, and off you go. And you get that. You get a phone call, and you answer that, but you don't talk for a long time. You listen, but very politely tell her that you've got some things that you need to do. And then a friend comes by and you have time to pray and meet that friend. Ah, at the end of the day, it has been a wonderful 24 hours. And it started with prayer and reading the Bible. And then you were able to put things into your day but you watched your priorities and your goals, remembering to always start your day with the Lord. So ladies, um, before we go, let's pray. Dear Father, would you be the Lord of every woman's day 
who are listening to this session and lead them in making goals and setting priorities. May they find joy and peace in walking with you throughout their day. In the name of Jesus, amen. Until we gather again, ladies, bye for now.